Hey guys, it's still Bitch Talk episode 189 part 2 And uh, if you didn't hear part 1, just, you know, go on the website, find it, listen to that to catch up Now we get to go into Rennell Brooks Moon, her story of meeting President Barack Obama in 2012 which is hilarious. <laughs> but also I felt bad for her. But um, with the things that led up to all of it. But, yeah, it um, it's, a, it's a good story. She had a little one-on-one <laughs> time with him. Yeah. She had special time. Everything happens for a reason. We'll yep. just say that. Yeah. and In the uh, end, it worked out. It did work <laughs> out. Uh, if you have forgotten uh, or haven't forgotten... Rennell will be a special guest speaker at uh, an event that Bitch Talk, is, Bitch Talk is co-presenting. It's called That's What She Said. It's on Monday, June 5th. It's going to be at the Social Study in San Francisco. So uh, I don't know if she'll share the story or not at That's What She Said, but if she doesn't, you have it here on Bitch Talk. Well, I, w- I wanted to bring up, you got to go to the White House oh in God. 2012. And I mean, can you just tell us everything about it? You, you also broke your kneecap before this trip. <laughs> I mean, just tell us, can you tell me everything? And that's the story of my life, okay? That's, <laughs> of course I would break my leg before I leave for Washington, D.C. Okay. All right. Please tell us about um, President Obama. <laughs> everything. Happier You times. already know. You already know. Exactly what you expect is what you get with him. You already know. Okay. So here we go. Let me just. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So in uh, after the Giants won in 2010, um, I was not invited to go to the White House, and you know, and I'm like, and then I'm thinking, well, why would I be invited to go to the White House? Well, you know, but I guess I was thinking more of the historical significance of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. black female PA yeah, announcer. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be invited exactly? Uh, yeah. So, but I wasn't tripping off of it, but I was kind of thinking I'm, you know, I might get to go, but I didn't, you know, I didn't push it. I, you know, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers there, right? So, but after we won in 2012, this time I did reach out because I'm like, this, this might be my only shot. This will be my only shot. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out uh, to upper management and, you know, asked if there's any way I could go. And they were like, oh my God, absolutely. And, you know, um, like I'm paying my way or I will walk, (laughs) I will drive, I need to be there. But it was crazy. So all, all I had to do was ask. And, and the next thing I know, I'm, I'm booked to go on the charter. And I head to D.C. and I'll never forget it because it was a Wednesday night. It was the end of like a 15, no, not 15, maybe a 12 or 13 game homestand. Mm. No days off Mm-mm. in a row. Mm. Juggling that and morning radio at the time yeah, and everything. Radio. Yeah. So I was exhausted. I was worn out. I left the ballpark after that last game, the 12th or the 13th game. And I wasn't wearing my high heels, which I wear about 95% of the time because that's how I get down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I have the most fabulous orange heels collection I've accumulated over 18 years. But um, no, so I'm I'm not even in my heels and I I fell and I don't know how it happened because it was a blowout game. There was no crowd left. That's the one night I would have liked to walk out with the crowd. I would have been paying more attention. I, th- I think I was just exhausted, and I fell and landed on my knee on the concrete, walked oh, into my car, gosh. and got up, drove myself home, iced it, and then the next morning it was enormous. It was the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> so I called my ortho doctor, my orthopedic surgeon, who just happens to be uh, – 
employed by the Oakland Raiders as well. He's the oh. Raiders team doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, like I said, the 510. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and he's, you know, with, and he's, he's very world renowned. So I wasn't even sure if he was in town that day, you know, and I have his, his cell phone. So I called him on his cell phone. <laughs> 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 and I left him a message. He called me back like 30 minutes. He goes, okay, I'm just getting out of surgery. I will call you right back. But, yeah, get over here and see me as soon as you can. <laughs> my, my girlfriend and uh, my producer at that time, Erica, bless her heart, she drove me to see the doctor, and he <laughs> went through a bunch of tests and stuff. He comes out and he goes, now, I'm supposed to leave Sunday after the, the Cubs were coming in. This was an off day. So the Cubs were coming in for three games. And... So Thursday, he says, um, I got good news and bad news, which you want first. I said, it doesn't matter. It's all bad, really, basically. <laughs> so he goes, well, you're going to get on that plane to see Obama, but you broke your leg. Oh my He's basically like, you broke your kneecap, but anything down there, you broke your leg. Your leg is out of pocket. Yeah. So I, I don't even know how you were able to walk and drive and with a broken kneecap. Anyway, go no, on. No, crutches. Crazy. Crutches and no, a No, but brace. that first night when you broke it, you just... All right, I didn't even know. I, yeah, I didn't even know I broke it. I just iced it. I, you know, your body goes into shock mm-hmm. when that happens That's and everything. Crazy. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm, and I've never broken a bone in my body ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. I mean, I had I have my, that surgery because I had rotator cuff surgery, and that's because I'm a badass in the gym, and I was overdoing it with my weights, okay? <laughs> but I've never, I've never been to the hospital, nothing. So I was flabbergasted. And so it was the, long story short, it was the most difficult four days of my life. Um, and I didn't get to do that weekend series with the Cubs either. Because I had to keep my leg elevated, and we, it's the booth is not equipped for right. that. Mm. So, um, so I had to miss that series with the Cubs, and I'm and my husband's out of town. Can this get any worse? <laughs> That's why my friend had to take me to the doctor. So my husband's out of town. He's in Los Angeles dealing with his health issues, seeing his surgeon in L.A. <laughs> and so my best friend um, came and got me, and and she and her family just took care of me for like forty. She went shopping for this. See, this is why women. Hello? Mm-hmm. Full circle. This is what we do. Would you guys just back off and let us do what we do so we can change the world? She came, swooped me up, packed me a bag. She went shopping for me because I had to change my wardrobe because I couldn't wear my heels. She went and bought me flats and dresses. and It was hot. And she, she went and got me everything I needed. She packed for me. She did everything. And the family, her grown girls helped me, and her husband cooked for me. It was just it, they, just amazing. Under, Community. Yeah, Again. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Takes a village. Yes. So um, they saved my life, and they, they brought me to the park Sunday after that game, and I, and I took, took the flight, and it was really super hard. And um, the, the only good thing was the private charter was the team charter. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like – I had plenty of room. I could, and the, <laughs> the flight crew was their regular fri- flight crew every time they travel, and they totally put me way up front in first class and set me all up. And they could not – you know, had I been – you know, not on the charter, Commercial. it would yeah. have been horrible. <laughs> and so what you do, and you don't have to go to a terminal, you go to this, you know, the private charter portion of the airport. And so they came on the bus and, and did my security check because I couldn't walk. Right. And then, but the, then here's the bad news. You got to take those stairs up to get on the plane. Right. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, not to worry. And I was, I was way tiny then. I had lost a lot of weight then. So these two, big burly guys on uh on um air traffic controllers or mm-hmm. what you know yeah. 
they they came and literally picked me up and carried me up to the plane. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I remember saying to him, I just lost a lot of weight. Otherwise, this would have really been tough. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so it was really tough. I, I didn't have anybody there to help me. I had to get dressed and everything. I'm hopping on one leg in my hotel. It was just horrible. So anyway, you go to the White House and you um, you get a tour uh, and oh, it's just amazing. You get a tour for a couple hours, and then you have a rehearsal of where you because they oh. you have a rehearsal of the where you're gonna stand mm-hmm. and the processional after the ceremony and everything, and the and you walk down one by one and you get a quick handshake from the president. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, walk down. You're not walking. Well, I got one of his. Um, I didn't do it myself, but one of his aides, one of Obama's close aides was in charge of me once it was time for the um, award ceremony. And she, she, she pushed my wheelchair. She put me on the presidential elevator, which, which no civilians get to ride, she told me. That's What's in there? It's, just yeah. a, it's an old school, <laughs> a million years old, old school elevator. With, did you guys see the movie The Butler? With yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And the guy on the elevator reminded me of the butler. He'd, he'd been there forever. Right. Wow. Just a beautiful senior citizen black man who had been doing that his whole adult life. It was amazing. So I have a picture in the presidential elevator, and I was like, oh, my God. She's like, nobody gets to ride this. Wow. I was like, oh, my God. And it's like, it's, it's tiny. Yeah. Right. It's just for him. Right. It's just for him, so he can just get right oh down there when God. he needs. To. I know. It was just, I'm already. It's, I'm blo- my mind is blown. Just thinking of all the presidents. Yeah. In there. Oh, right. Wow. It was okay. ama- amazing. So then, uh, then we get down, and she wheels me out, and she puts me uh, right up front, to the left of the podium where the president and Larry Bear are going to be, and but right near where the processional is staged. Okay, so. I'm still thinking, how am I going to get to him? Yeah. I, you know, how am I going to get my little 10-second handshake? Because it was happening completely on the opposite side of me. So finally, um, I was like, the Marines protect the White House. So there are Marines all over the place. So there was one Marine, and I said, can I see the president? <laughs> That's kind of why I came. <laughs> so he goes, I have no problem. Let me get you. So he helped me up on my crutches, walked me over. He walked me directly to President Obama, kind of interrupted the processional. He walked me over to him. So now, wow. so actually, breaking my leg actually got me more special right. attention, more yes. attention with him because otherwise it's just a shake, congratulations, shake, and everybody's walking out. Mm-hmm. So I actually had a conversation with him, and my phone was blowing up because it was on ESPN and it was on CSN. Oh and, my god! And they're Live. like, "What are you yes. guys talking about? <laughs> what did you say to him that made him?" And I go, I don't even know. I was it was. Say, do you remember no. blackout? No. <laughs> I have no idea what I. I'm no because it's so funny. I spent that whole flight thinking about what. what how can I? One line. You got one line. How can I express him. everything I need to express to him yeah. on behalf of my entire family right. in like 15 seconds? Right. So that all went out the window because he says when the marine brings me over to him, he says, "Well, well what happened to you?" I, I, that was a bad Obama impression, but you know how he talked. <laughs> and so I'm not expecting the leader of the free world to ask me what happened to me, right? right? right. Yeah. And I said, I think I said, well, oh, no, I did say, um, I, I just wanted to spend a little extra time with you. I think I said that. Good. And he laughed. Smart. And yes. I have a picture of him laughing, as I said. But after that, right. I have no idea what so I you said. you were killing it with the president. Yeah. I, I, I was. And, then, but, oh, and the other thing he said that threw me off was, you know, I finally got enough nerve to say, you know, Miss President, I'm the PA announcer for the Giants. Oh, you do a great job. 
How do you know yeah. that, Mr. President? <laughs> how do you, now I'm thrown off again. How do you know that? But then I'm like, huge baseball fan, right. Chicago White Sox right. fan. Plus, unlike the current uh, yeah. resident, sure. he does his freaking he's, homework. He's hip to the time. He does he his freaking homework. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's a little research. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So guy. he knew. He knew all about me, and that threw me off. So that's why I blanked. I don't know what I said. <laughs> I don't know what I said, but it was enjoyable. We had a lovely conversation. I'm laughing. He's laughing. I shook his hand. And it was the best 45 seconds of my life. And now you guys wow. text all the time, right? Oh, you got his number. Yeah. It's he hit me up and he said, can you come on vacation with me and Oprah and Tom Hanks <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I got baseball. I can't. But <laughs> thank you, O. I call him O. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe no. he'll take your job once you retire. Ah! Maybe. No, I think he's going to continue to <laughs> save us, please. Please save us, sir. We are out of the we're out of time. I'm, I'm really sorry. Well, can I come back for episode 190? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just My we'll story is only just being told. It is. I, I haven't I, even touched on yeah. Let's oh, do rapid oh. fire. I'll see if I can answer them fast. <laughs> no, 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 no. You we'll should have you back. Okay. I'll have you back. Okay. If that works for you. Totally. I guess the, to wrap it up, um do you want to talk about Friends of Faith? Yeah. Really because that's a really important yeah. Nonprofit for yeah. You. yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. I'm uh and thank you. You've been so supportive of my nonprofit for so long. So thank you so much. Um yeah, Friends of Faith is a, a grassroots nonprofit in Oakland, based in Oakland. Uh and we our mission is to serve low income, uninsured or underinsured breast cancer patients. Um and we were founded in nineteen ninety seven by the late Faith Bancher, who many of you know was an award winning channel two reporter, and she went very public when she was diagnosed in 1997, she, she um, publicly documented her, her journey on the news. And um, Faith was always a wonderful mentor to me and a, a dear, dear friend. And she was a force to be reckoned with. There's nobody like her. And I was like, one day I want to be you because you're amazing. But um, And even through her journey, she had a smile on her face. She showed up at, at, at events and, mm-hmm. and benefits. And she was just amazing. Um, she lived every day like it was going to be her last, but she did that even before she was diagnosed with breast cancer, you know? So, um, she gathered all of her media friends, uh, her sister friends and decided that she realized that, you know, cause she did a lot of work in the community. She would actually, nobody knew that she would go out and reach out to breast cancer patients after she got diagnosed. And she realized that she was super lucky because she had amazing health care, and realized that there's so many women in the Bay Area facing this disease that don't have insurance, have very little insurance, um, or they're just low income, and it's a very expensive disease. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we award grants every year to services throughout, to uh, nonprofits throughout the Bay Area that provide services for this particular sector of, of breast cancer patients. Um, and we've established a Faith Fancher Breast Cancer Emergency Fund with our community partner, the Women's Resource Cancer Center in Oakland. And what that fund does is um, they manage it. Women's Cancer Resource Center manages it. So if, if a, a patient doesn't even have enough money for groceries that week or, or needs to pay for a cab ride to the doctor or help getting her kids to school, this is what these organizations do. So we fund them. That's our way of having their back because that was – face mission for us let's focus on these women that have no help Mm -hmm. so um, this is our 20th anniversary this year and we are having a big gala celebration usually we do a a walk um, around Lake Merritt every year in August around Faith's birthday which was August 23rd so this year to commemorate 20 years we're having a big celebratory gala Mm -hmm. at the downtown Marriott in Oakland on August 26th we are having a 
old school dance party. We've got a live band. We've got the Rick and Rush show from 102.9 KBLX. <laughs> um, we have a, a wonderful VIP uh, reception that's going to be uh, taking place before the dance party where we're going to honor and acknowledge all of our loyal sponsors and supporters and donors and volunteers. It's a celebration of our 20 years of service and our ongoing tribute and our commitment to continuing face legacy. So it's been, and then the other thing too is it hit really close to home for actually several board members. My, I was first, my mom got diagnosed, um, where did she get diagnosed? She's an 11 year survivor now. and being on the board totally equipped me to take care of my mom. I would have been so lost. I, I knew what I needed to do. I had resources I could go to. I knew I had to be proactive and, and read up and study. And you know, this was after Faith had passed. And for me, it's like, you know, just like with my dad, she, I feel her all the time. She's, she's, still, she's still with me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she's always taking care of me. She's always mentored me. So she had already prepared me to be able to take care of my mom. You know, so she was, st- she and daddy have still been taking care of me in heaven. So, and then a couple other board members, uh, their moms got diagnosed as well. So um, it was a blessing in disguise, I guess, for us because it really prepared us. And that's, that's faith. She's still saving lives right. mm-hmm. in her death. And that's what she did. So it's very important. And we hope you can um, join us at the gala. You can get all the details on our website, with it, which is faithfancher.org. It's, again, it's August 26th. And then um, thank you for allowing us to come to this event on June 5th. Yeah, That's, of course. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's, we have a lot of women that are very excited to see you and hear your story and support Friends of Faith. So Thank you. Very important work you're doing, especially uh, in this day and age. Oh, and my word. If this health care, quote unquote, oh. goes through, yeah. we're going to need your <clears throat> services more, more now than ever. Truly. Mm-hmm. So, and so the ridiculous budget that yep. shall not be passed. Yep. Ridiculous. Right. Oh, my God. I know. I can't. Okay, yeah, that's another show. That's part two. Let me just say, hashtag resist. Get yeah. involved, get <laughs> active, make some calls to your legislators, stay informed, watch Fox News so we know what they're talking about. Or not talking about. Exactly, because mm-hmm. I know it's irritating, but we have to know what the opposition is doing. Mm-hmm. Stay woke and hashtag resist. And then I'll be, come back on and we'll talk about it some more. But we... You know, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that's Bitch Talk episode 189 <laughs> with Renelle Brooks Moon. Oh. Hash- oh, yeah. Hashtag resist. Bitch, please. Stay woke. See you later.